Call Bob and his team at 405-703-3843. Uh, we're, we're all being olds on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Uh, Marietta Sooner in Southern Oklahoma. We had TBS, got the Atlanta Braves, and the Hawks didn't get WGN. See, that was me. I didn't get TBS, but I got WGN um, from the 402. You forgot if you wanted to change the channel, you were the remote. And also, if the President of the United States was speaking, your night was shot. Oh, yeah, there wasn't any. You kids and your fangled channels. Um, my 1.45 p.m. and me, uh, my 1.45 p.m., my first 1.45 p.m., right, Stash, was me and you and a dog named Boo. Remember it like it was yesterday. It's, uh, yeah, it's just crazy. It's such a different world, and I don't know that, you know, I'm pining to go back to all of that, right? I mean, it's nice to have options. It's nice to have choice. A college football Saturday, I think about that. I mean, you can literally watch any game you want, mm. right, if you, if oh, you yeah. pay for it. Anywhere. But, Every uh, game is televised. But that wasn't always the case. But the the communal aspect of it, like that oh, part amazing. is – that part I I think uh, is sort of missing a little bit. Tom and Edmund. Old saw one game on Saturday and one game on Monday, and the rest was radio. Vin Scully was my childhood was my childhood make-believe friend because I listened to him so much. So I, I was the same way with Joe Buck. I used to have a radio in my room, and you could get 1120 KMOX. Now I would listen to Cardinals games. Mm. And, and the ratings had to just be massive back then, right? <laughs> oh, I, I would imagine so. I mean, like light years better than what they are now. <laughs> Three other quick ones here. The 903. We had WGN and TBS. Hashtag blessed. Yes. When I grew up, we had three channels. We didn't get cable until my senior year. I do remember WGN after that. Oh, yeah. WGN wasn't free, Josh. You had to pay for it. It was on the cables. On the When we got cable TV and I discovered HBO, it was incredible. Oh, I bet. Vinny Paul, why do people insist on talking about how they had to get up to change the channel? Because, Vinny, when you didn't have to, it was incredible. It was amazing. Like, wait, wait, wait. Hold on here. Hold on here. I, I don't have to get up to change the channel? A what is this? control? And then that's that moment whenever you, you wonder, like, if someone from the 1800s were to show up and they'd be like, that's all you do to turn the lights on? You just flip that thing right there? Whoa. What the heck? <laughs> Why is it so cold in here? 5808, waiting by the boom box to hit record on my mixtape and hopefully not get the DJ talking over the intro to Ice Ice Baby. You and me, Nate. I would always, I would always, it's funny now that I've been in radio for so long and how stupid little 10-year-old Chris would be calling a DJ nonstop. Hey, do you think you could play Closer to the Heart by Rush and dedicate it to Lori Foyles? Thanks, man. Never played it. And now I know that DJ was like, I'm not answering any other calls, guys. Let's go smoke a cigarette. (laughs) These loser kids keep calling. I tripped down memory lanes. All right, it is time for the top five stories of the day, brought to you by Newcastle Casino. It's time for the top five stories of the day. Brought to you by Newcastle Casino. Newcastle Casino, where real gamers play. Get it real. R-E-E-L. 
Happy hour Monday through Friday from 3 to 6. Earn 20, get 20 on Tuesdays and Thursdays from 10A to 10P. They've got the great OTB and Front Row Sports Bar has monthly drink specials. Come check it out. Newcastle Casino, I-44 exit 107. It's 107, newcastlecasino.com. Big story, number five. Number five. Oh, dude, Lloyd. Lloyd just, by the way, spoke to me. I uh, remember the cable box with a 30-foot cord. Oh, man. And and if you, if there was one little part of the cord that was messed up, it screwed up everything. It was ruined. Ruined. Or the time whenever they had the adapter that you could plug, you had to screw the cable into, and the video game console, and then you'd have to switch it to channel three, and that's the only way the video games would work. Oh, yeah, I'm old. Were you amazed by Super Nintendo? Well, I, I mean, just Nintendo, period, was one. Nintendo had a game called Gyromite, which might have been the worst video game ever, but it had the greatest theme song ever, and it was a robot that took these little spinning tops, <laughs> and you would move the robot, and it would drop the tops. And you're like, it's incredible. Then you realize all you had to do was push a button, and it would actually work. I don't know if Gyro might ever made it as big as, say, Super Mario Brothers, but it did in Chris Blaine's Game house. changer. Game changer. All right, so we, I, I guess, I guess we have two tidbits of, of a little breaking news right now, and one of them hits with big story number five. Josh Helmer, it looks like the long-awaited end of the Mel Tucker era is, is here. According to Pete Thamel, seemingly a trusted source in college football news and reporting, Michigan State has made it official. The university has terminated Mel Tucker's contract for his admitted and undisputed behaviors, which has brought public disrespect, contempt, and ridicule among the upon the university and constitute a material breach of his agreement and moral turpitude dude what is hold on a second turpitude did mel tucker breach the contract in your opinion oh he was totally set up um turpitude Depravity and wickedness. All right, time to look up depravity and what that... I hate it whenever they give you the description of a word with an even more confusing word. <laughs> Just tell me what the word means. You don't have to use a fancy word like turpitude. So if I understand college football rules correctly, Josh Helmer, doesn't this mean the portal opens for these Michigan State players now? I, I really don't know. That's, that's kind of what you've been saying, which would be... I think I heard it somewhere. It might not be right. You know, and I can't imagine that uh, – I mean, I'm sure that they could leave at the end of the semester without any sort of repercussion, but, you know, theoretically, you're you're in class right now. You can't just leave okay. class. Here it is. Here it is. Wait the for transfer. It. I'm sorry. Sorry. I've... No, you you gotta you gotta read too. <laughs> know what you're. I wanted. At I here. wanted to make sure that I wasn't reading a fake note real quick. And obviously, moral, moral turpitude is uh, very confusing. Well, and I had 86 Google searches for what turpitude meant. Uh, the transfer portal for Michigan State players will automatically open for 30 days if Tucker is fired. The portal is usually not open in the midseason like this, but. The NCAA does open it when a coach is fired during the season. By rule. By rule. 
all Michigan State players can transfer to any program for 30 days when Tucker is officially fired. This also means that other schools can reach out to other players and attempt to recruit them to their program. But again, probably a lot of the movement is going to come after the season, you right? You would because, think, right? You know, like the academic progress report, that'd be bad for Michigan State, but also for athletes, you can't just give up on a semester of classes, can you? No. Without, no. Without there being some form of uh, academic yeah, academic repercussions. Oh, quit bringing school into this, Josh. I know. We didn't come here to play school, you dork. <laughs> Nerd. Nerd. What are you talking about, this school thing? Google's Michigan State's leading rusher. But here's the thing. I don't – I don't – I think this would be more for Oklahoma on the Cruton side of things, right, with uh, a couple certain guys that have been committed to Michigan State maybe. But that sucks. Yeah, that the, sucks uh, the for those sa- players. The safety decommitted. That's right. And uh, Oklahoma just offered a couple of days ago. So Mel Tucker is out, which means mid-season free agency. But in that same vein, also, what does it mean school-wise? Well, and those guys, they can't just uh, leave and play somewhere else right now, can they? Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. How I mean, those... they they could transfer, but I don't know that uh, they'd be eligible. But to... then, okay, so. Does this is there some sort of gray area here? Because let me just read. You know, Nicole Arbach said that they they terminate him for cause, material breach of his agreement. But then there is the legal process to which maybe you step back and you realize, okay, could this still be considered in limbo when you're going through the legal process to hold up anyone that wants to get out? I don't know. How uh, is Undisputed over for the day? How far away do you think we are from Keyshawn Johnson campaigning for all these players getting a transfer to Colorado? Colorado, right. It's only fair that Colorado gets the first <laughs> shot of these guys. I mean, if you, if you want these players to be treated fairly, let them go to Colorado. Seems like it's a pretty big deal, peeps. Seems like it's a pretty big deal. Reggie Powers the third, by the way, the uh, four-star safety that – D committed from Michigan State. Do we break something? TJ's here. Are we in trouble? Okay. Just want to make sure. Anytime the boss man walks in studio, I just want to make sure we're not in trouble. Ah, might I tell you, breaking news reports brought to us by Wagner's Heating, Air Conditioning, Electrical and Plumbing. We sell the best and service the rest. All right. So that's big story number five that's breaking. Here is another breaking story with big story number four. Number four. Okay, this is good. I, I, and again, I'm going to be the first one to tell you. I don't understand the transfer rules. The 918 says, I, and I, I'm assuming, sir, ma'am, that you've researched this more than my quick little Google search on this. I think they can announce their transfer but can't play the rest of the season and finish the semester at their current school. Okay. And I mean, would that they, would make Would they sense. get a year of eligibility back? Would they get a year of eligibility back? It's a great question. Probably not, but that might be uh, a sticking point going forward. <sighs> Wild. Here's the other Wade Electric breaking news story of the day. According to a report from Heather Dinich, the college football playoff management committee is leaning towards a 5-7 format for the expanded playoff starting next season. A 5-7 format, or 5-plus-7, I guess they're saying. So top five conference champions. Ding, ding, ding. Seven at larges. That's right. 
So with the dissolving of the Pac-12, RIP, this means the ACC, Big Ten, Big 12, SEC, and the highest-ranked group of five team, and then the next seven highest-ranked teams would make the 12-team college football playoff, which is interesting because they don't say a conference champion. They say the highest-ranked group of five team. So theoretically, hmm. you could have a hmm. non-champion get in. I mean, probably, probably it's going to be a conference champion. Mm. But mm. theoretically, if there was a scenario where you had a group of five team that goes undefeated and somehow <laughs> loses in a conference championship game, right? Then, based on that verbiage, yeah, they could get in. Okay. So Dinich was asked where she was on Wednesday's episode of Get Up. And the answer letter to reveal the breaking news. Quote, I'm at the Big Ten headquarters in Illinois. The College Football Playoff Management Committee, they're meeting here today. They're talking about the format 5 plus 7. Are they going to switch to that? I don't know. But it's definitely on the table. And my source indicate they are leaning towards that in a 12-team playoff. Oh, no. You know what I just realized? What's that? We're going to be doing this for the next four months, aren't we? Breaking news. <laughs> well, now they're thinking now they're thinking four and eight. <laughs> oh, unbelievable. All right, there you go. So uh who's the I, I said the sponsor wrong because I didn't have the sheet in front of me. Breaking news uh report brought to us by Wagner's Heating, Air Conditioning, Electrical and Plumbing. We sell the best and service the rest. There you go. Wagner's. There you go, Perry. Sorry about that. Uh and we appreciate their support. So two little tidbits of breaking news. Mel Tucker, officially fired by the Michigan State Spartans for cause and moral turptitude, violation. And it looks like five plus seven is the way that we're going to go. Um, So basically, it guarantees that the highest ranked group of five gets in. By the way, here is the clarity, and you're right. Uh, Kenny L. Moore one on Twitter hit us up with this, and then I got the clarity from a more in-depth Google search. You can enter the pro- portal. That allows other schools to contact you. You finish the semester and then transfer after the semester. Yeah. Which exactly is as you speculated. Yeah, but, you know, you can't just, can't just leave mid-season, though that would be pretty awesome. Well, and again. Be like the NFL. You just make trades, right? Aren't we trying to get more NFL in college anyway? And again, I feel we're just several minutes away from Keyshawn having to take that. Oh. These guys should be able to transfer to Colorado. Can I, can I stick a non-football note here? Big story number three. You may. Right, number see. three. We're getting down the wire here in old Major League Baseball. And last night, last night, Josh Helmer, yeah, the Philadelphia Phillies, Get their, what am I trying to say? Playoff spot secured thanks to some dramatics. Sounded like one this. ball, two strikes on Rojas. Bednar ready the pitch. Swing at a ground ball up the middle. It's a base hit. Sawinski coming on. He fields. Pache coming home. The throw. It's not in time. And the Phillies walk him off and walk into the postseason as Johan Rojas, the rookie, has won it. Ball game. Ball game. So the Phillies are in the playoffs, which means, Josh Helmer, that we are just about set in the old National League. The Marlins, Cubs, 
Reds, Diamondbacks, and Padres are all theoretically battling for the final wild card spot, uh, the final two wild card spots. When in reality, many I mean, it's really a battle between the Reds, Marlins, and Cubs. Right now, as it stands, the Reds are a game and a half back. The Marlins are a half game back, and the Cubs are in that final wild card spot. Now, again, Padres still alive. Diamondbacks currently hold that two spot, but the Padres are four and a half back. Cubs, what are you doing? Mm. Dropped fly ball is something you don't see very often, is it? Oh, my gosh. That was uh, unbelievable. Now, in the National League, I think the magic number for the Orioles is now two. I'm not going to lie to you. I was I was looking at two websites that had magic numbers for Major League Baseball, and I've never been more confused by anything in my life in trying to figure it out. But here's what I know. The Orioles' magic number to clinch the AL East and home field advantage the American League Championship Series is two. So they are awfully, awfully close. The Rangers' magic number to clinch a playoff berth is two. The Braves' magic number for home field advantage through the National League Championship Series is one. The Blue Jays' magic number to clinch a playoff spot is three. So basically, whoever doesn't win the American League West, and that's a tight three-team race right now, someone's not going to the playoffs. Playoffs? Dude, can you believe – I feel like the Major League Baseball season has been going on for, for like four years. Yeah, but it's about to start getting good. The final week, final few days of the Major League Baseball season. Dude, this is going to be fun. And down the stretch they come. I really want both the Reds and the Rangers to make it because TJ and Toby just cram so much baseball talk down my throat. It really, I'm, I'm it, kidding, TJ. It really is sad. I'll – I'll come around uh, here in October, and I've actually started watching some of this this pennant chase action here late. Sure. And, you know, folks trying to lock up wild card bids and this and that, but with Kansas City being so bad, man, I, I might have watched five KC Royals games this year. It's tough, dude. Just zero interest. It is tough. It is tough. And that, that's, that's really a lousy way to be as a fan, but when why? you know your team stinks, it's like, why would I watch? You watch for a Bobby Witt Jr. bad, then you stop. How about How about this? There are five games left for the Seattle Mariners. All of them, four of the five against Texas, the other against Houston, whom they finally beat last night. I mean, you want to talk about backing into an incredible stretch run for MLB scheduling-wise. All right, that's a lot of baseball. Big story number two. Number two. I'll save you any talk about Travis Kelsey, I'll try my best to save any. Taylor Swift has got Taylor a lot of sports Swift. fans very upset, I've noticed. I've noticed that. But then in the same vein, she's got a lot of Swifties that are getting into football. I'm not complaining. I got two NFL cuts that we'll get to after the break just because we went a little long. I guess, sadly, Devontae Adams might be done with the Raiders. It appears that way. So am I. Don't worry, Devontae. I feel you, buddy. I feel you. And Aaron Rodgers is judging from afar, which is fine because I guess he hasn't been able to be on the sideline or travel with the team. I guess since the surgery, they're like, no, 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 don't, don't go do anything. 
but he allegedly might be there this weekend, so we'll get to that. Oh, and Mac Jones not really apologizing, but then not really saying he hit Sauce Gardner downstairs on purpose. Outside of that in the NFL, it was a very quiet Tuesday night. No update on Derek Carr, whether or not he's going to be able to go. He's day-to-day, but in my history, in my experience, in covering and watching and loving the Raiders, dude's going to play. He always plays. Final season for Big Mac in uh, New England? I think so. And if Josh McDaniels is still the coach with the Raiders, Mac Jones will be a Raider. Guaranteed. Which gets us. That's not good news for you. I know. Which gets us to big story number one. Number one. Number one. Number one. All right. I want to play this before the break so we can at least pay off big story number one for those of you who hang with us through the top five stories today presented by Newcastle Casino. And a ton of breaking news today. Which brought, brought to, to you by, by Wagner's Heating and Air. Here's what Brent Venables – there has been many different forms of the why and how. Like, why is this defense – how is this defense better? Why are you better on third downs? How is – how are things going better uh, on third downs and conversions and stopping them? Well, I think Brent Venables kind of in one fell swoop gave about a good two-minute answer here just in what he's seen that's led to the overall and gener- general improvement for the Oklahoma Sooners. I don't know if it's um, – I think there's just more guys that are bought in. I think it's a higher percentage. And uh, when I say bought in, I don't – if you're not bought in, I, I, it's not like we had, a, you know, a bunch of bad guys uh, by any stretch. But doing everything that we ask you to do is being bought in. And, and that's on the field, that's off the field, that's in the classroom, that's in the community, that's on the practice field, that's in the weight room, that's in nutrition. Uh, you know, it's, you know, just having a good attitude and bringing value, you know, your, your attitude and your effort, your choice, your decision, something that should never be conditional. And uh, I would just say that, um, you know, there's more guys that are bought into that you know, as much as anything, and they value their opportunity. You know, we, uh, practices have been uh, more productive because we have more competition and uh, more guys understand, uh, you know, how, uh, you know, practice should be run and uh, the competitive strain and, and toughness that it takes and, and all of our routines too. You know, there's a, there's a much uh, – more of a comfort zone uh, in everything year two in all of our different areas uh, on the field, off the field, and in our development and things of that nature. You know, we're, we've got more guys that show up here for, you know, uh, uh, we have food for them on Sunday uh, that you would think, you know, they'd be, they'd be lined up all the way up and down uh, Jenkins. But uh, a year ago on Sundays, they weren't, you know, and, uh, not to the depth that we have this year. So to me, that says that guys are being a little more ambitious and going through a, n- a normal routine, you know, treatment, uh, food, uh, film, you know, recovery, uh, school, all everything falls into place, you know. Uh, and that's a very small thing, but it's a big thing. There's a cumulative effect to everything. How you do anything is how you do everything. We got a break. Hold your thought on that, because is going to yell at me. It's next on The Ref. I have so many stories for our final thoughts today, Josh. We might, we might have to make sure you give me a good 10 minutes. I'm just, I'm loaded with non-sports stuff for you today. 
Kinnipamire Chevrolet text line has been really good. Uh, 405-651-3439. Porkies. Moral turptitude. Sarah Ballbricker, teacher. OMG. They use that in, in Porkies. You know what? Someone mentioned that movie the other day. We were, it was, whose birthday was it? It was like Bill Murray's birthday. And they're like, what's the greatest Bill Murray movie? And of course, my obvious answer, which should be everyone's obvious answer, is Stripes. Stripes. Yeah, hilarious. But only the first half of the movie. Once they get deployed, it's like, all right, that's fine. Yeah, just the first half. Really? Yeah, yeah, you don't really need to dive into part two. But I guess, you know, you start thinking, oh, was he not in Porky's? Never mind. Strike that last comment from the entire reel. I thought Bill Murray was in Stricken. Is it stricken or striked? It's gone. Good point. Um, A lot of people trying to figure out exactly what the transfer rule is. And the bottom line here that we've come to understand it is, yeah, if you haven't played played four games in your redshirt, right, you can still redshirt. You can put your name in the transfer portal. Teams can contact you. And it's not like you can suddenly show up and be eligible that next day. This isn't the NFL. I'm sorry if I made it seem that way because maybe in my mind I envisioned it. There's some pretty good players on Michigan State. They could definitely help out my mighty Golden Hurricane, the alma mater. But, yeah. I'm here for it. And uh, obviously with where we're at in the season, time's out to where you could keep that red shirt. Mm -hmm. If uh, a bunch of people pointed that out, if you haven't used it. Uh, I really think that uh, the NCAA should maybe look at, could those guys get another year back? I think so. Like, let's say this happened in week five or something. Oh, uh, 5808 has been on fire today, and I haven't – I, I apologize for not catching this. He writes, Mel Tucker, next defensive coordinator at AM guaranteed. By the way, Keyshawn, John, uh, Keyshawn Johnson apparently has a job offer at InfoWars with Alec Jones. Alex Jones, InfoWars. <laughs> and we welcome Keyshawn, welcome Keyshawn Johnson. Johnson. Keyshawn, is it a false flag with what's going on right now with Deion Sanders? Your thoughts? The guy that does the Alex Jones impersonation for the Stern Show or did it, I don't even know if he does it anymore. Very good. It's incredible. It's one of the best things I've ever seen. Heard whatever. Um, this is good. This is good. This is someone getting us back to sports. When the offensive line gets going, let's dub them the Pancake Factory. Do you know what? I'm not going to lie to you. Hey, is the general on Pat McAfee right now? Are they talking to Bobby? Or is he yeah, on? they are. Okay. The general's top five. Should we, should, we, should we start calling him right in the middle of his segment and see if it bothers him? Sure. I don't know. Bobby, Bobby could come after me. We were texting during the game against Cincinnati the other day, uh, Car- B. Carp and I were, because somebody came up on the sideline. It's like, I listen to you and Bobby every Saturday. And it took me a moment. I was like, Bobby? I don't – oh, the general, Bobby Carpenter. Bobby Carpenter. We'll have to get him on at some point. Is he? Uh, he's a pretty good guy, huh? Oh, he's the best. He's absolutely awesome. He he uh, he forgets who I am sometimes. He calls me Doug, uh, which is hilarious. But then he'll also call me Coach every now and Doug? then. Doug, I don't know where that comes from. Doug Plank, no clue. I think he's a former Bears player that I think his dad played against. Um, but I, Clint, I bring all that up because yesterday was National Pancake Day, and I honestly think Get Up ruined it for me. 
It's like, okay, guys, we get it. The pancakes. That's. <laughs> Welcome back. It's Pancake Day. Find someone that loves you in life as much as ESPN loves Mike Greenberg. And That's, speaking of pancakes, my Jets yeah, keep getting pancaked week after week. I always kind of crack up whenever ESPN will try to get a social thing going with a Greenberg take on it, and everyone's kind of like, uh, yeah, okay. that's all right. He's, he's, yeah, he's, he's pretty boring. Let me, let me tell you guys something. Remember the joke whenever they said, sorry for catching the stray, Landry. Whenever Landry Jones, they were kind of joking about how he tried to fire up the locker room, I think in one thing it was like, yeah, maybe not do that again. It's kind of how I feel whenever Mike Greenberg gets fake fired up about something. And we go to Mike Greenberg, who's very upset. Let me. I'm just here to tell you something right now. Uh-huh. Unless you are right. That's, that's cute, Mike. Thanks. That's Don't cute. do that that's, again. All right. This is not. Very uncomfortable. So while I like the idea Clinton Tulsa get up, which I haven't heard, but I've seen a lot, has ruined pancakes for me. Um, Like a pancake block? That's right. Or pancakes. 918. Side note, I always thought Key Lawrence reminded me of an ex-player, and it's Nick Harris off the 08 Sooners. Finally hit me, Boomer. Good player. Made a fantastic radio appearance last year. So fantastic. I don't think we're doing it again. <laughs> it was legendary, yes. Love you, Nick. <laughs> um, Jesse G., does it ever take anyone two fell swoops to accomplish something? You know, we've spent a lot of time getting learned up today on the Plank Show. Maybe I need to truly understand what two fell swoops actually is. So, you guys feel like learning together? Here we go. Um, according to dictionary.com, all at once in a single motion, as in this law has been listed, has been lifted all the controls on cable TV in one fell swoop. The term was used and probably invented by Shakespeare where the playwright likens the murder of Macduff's wife. Mac, the McDuck? Scrooge McDuck was in... Sh- <laughs> really? Yeah, I, I think uh, yeah Shakespeare created oh, that. Oh, to a hawk swooping down on defenseless prey. So one fell swoop. There you go. We learned something today, Jesse G. Two fell swoops, you're gone. You're out. You're finished. Dude, I saw one of those hawks go after one of my chickens the other day. Those things are scary. I was like, take it. Take it. Sure, it's fine. One fell swoop. One fell swoop. It doesn't doesn't even take two. Thankfully, uh, he missed. So we still have ten. But, yeah. Not good. True Sooner, uh, put a wrap on whatever this segment is supposed to be for me. You're on the Plank Show. What's going on, True? What's going on, man? Uh, just another day in paradise. Interesting show today, for sure. You you set my uh, you set my mind down uh, memory lane quite a bit. This so, one, no, listen, I didn't. USC Brian did. Yeah. So for USC all of you Brian. that 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 take your little shots at USC Brian because he's a USC fan and very opinionated, this was all him today. Yep. He's the one that did okay? this. He took us down okay? sentimental lane. Yes, he did. Is it is it okay if I like? Uh, Brian. Oh, he's the best, man. He's the best. Yeah, he really is a nice guy, even though he comes on this station and likes to, you know. He likes to troll a little bit. USC Brian, by the way, on a side side note, dude knows where the bodies are buried out in Los Angeles. uh, Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we ought to get him on sometime to talk about it. Doc Doc, Doc D was one of my favorite callers from the old 
old sports radio. So and really? I, that, he made a lot of OU fans made mad over the years. But um, so pre Nintendo, okay, pre Nintendo, okay, Atari was a, right was Atari, and they they told us that we were going to finally get Pac Man and uh, oh, Asteroids. And so you had to put your money. You had, it was like thirty-five dollars for the game, and you had to put your money down early because they had to order it. But just such as you know, the Pac-Man crazy. Yeah, there was a there was a high demand. Yeah, yeah, high demand. So we put our money down. We waited six months for it. It comes in. The, the cover looks like Pac-Man. It's got the yellow guy. He's eating all the dots. You know what do they call those power things? Whatever. You pop it in, and it's like stick figures in black and white. Okay, so that was a huge. Huge disappointment um, that you sent me down right there. But the CFA Association mm-hmm. changed changed college football forever. You know, whenever whenever OU got uh, on probation, I want to say it was the late 80s, um, Donnie Duncan said they, fought, they wanted us and they finally got us. You know, the fact that OU or any team could only be on twice a year, uh, they could only have their games on twice a year because the – the powers to be, the um, you know, the the uh, muckety mucks thought that the NCAA muckety mucks thought that too much football was bad and it would water it down and uh, the ratings would suffer because of it. So, yeah, you talk about so like those, the worst business approach of all time. There you go. Wow, yeah, it's, so and, who was yeah, the bozo so running things back then? What a moron! Well, it was it was Paterno, it was you know Paterno and all those guys. I mean, you know, um, they were afraid the college football was going to be left to the Barry Switches of the world. That was their biggest. You know, fear, but the fact that you could only be on twice a year—it was like twice a year, one year—and the bowls didn't count. And so OU and Georgia goes and forms the CFA, and they win, and that's why that's why today you can have, a, I guess, unlimited unlimited games on. So you got to thank Georgia and Oklahoma, and we that. can thank Oklahoma Thanks, for sure. name, image, likeness. That's right. Hey, it's that's all right. it's all OU. <laughs> <There> you <go. laughs> all right, quick break. We are so far behind. It's Plank Show on a Wednesday, right here on the Rep. Maybe. Wait for it. Here it comes. Are, are we broken or are we computer frozen right now? Uh, yeah, it would appear that way. Oh, no. Number one, I'm late. And number two, the computer is frozen. Well, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Maybe we'll figure something Drake's out Drake's going to come in here and choke me out. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> What's wrong with like, you guys? You're taking your 1132 break at 1142, and now the computer's not working. Okay, let's see. Let's try it again. The word <laughs> is spreading, and the ref army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app. I, I was so proud of our last segment. I guess I spiked the headphones there. I'm sorry. Game over. I'm like looking around. I'm like, where did the headphones go? It's been a fun show today, man. Uh, before we get to our final thoughts and get caught up here, I, I did want to give everyone a heads up. There is a chance... There's a chance Magic Johnson's going to be on the show tomorrow. I talked to him today, but they're they're pushing RSV awareness, and a majority of the interview is just talking about RSV. So I can find a way to edit all that out. Yeah, can we do that? Can we just <laughs> cut that part out? I'm terrible. Hey, yo, man, we loved it. Yeah, RSV awareness. You bet. You bet. Yeah, we're editing it. Okay, all now out. let's talk about the Lakers and some other things. I, I want to get back to the Sooners for this segment. Just a quick thought, and uh, maybe we, Brad and Bartlesville, in, in the first hour of the show. I, actually, excuse me, in the second hour of the show, we were going through the Brent Venables presser, Josh, and you and I, 
you and I brought up the, hey, we want someone to step up. We want someone to be that guy. So Brad in Bartlesville asks a great question. He's like, all right, so who is the best running back combo? Well, I think based on production, one of the two has to be Tawi Walker, right? Yes, I, I think so. I think in our, in our vision, in our hope, the best running back combo would be Barnes and Sawchuck because we feel like both of them have the highest upside. Maybe some of you would say Hicks, right, even though we haven't seen him but once and he hasn't been on a trip yet. He didn't go to Tulsa. He didn't go to Cincinnati. Right? That's just that's pure want, desire, and speculation. But I would think if you're picking two guys, Josh, I mean, we're going to have to be Barnes and, and Tommy Walker right now if you're picking the two best. And I we, might even say Major and Walker. I don't even know if that that I'd say Javante. You might Barnes. be right. You might be right. But to me, it's it's clearly Tommy Walker up top. Maybe the running game isn't working because no one respects the quarterback getting the ball down the field. Oh, stay hating Trey. I like you so much. Is there is there anything <laughs> to that? I don't know. I feel like they're throwing the ball down the field quite a bit. Yeah, I don't think there is. I think the run game is uh, is separate. I just think it's been ineffective. It's just yeah. It's it's it's. Part of the process, I guess. And um, in the conversation about Dion, I really like this. Tom and Edmund, I can't believe I missed this earlier. Guys, it's part of, is part of the issue the explosion of the us against everyone chip on their shoulder motivation that is all the rage? It's quite tiring for me. I mean... Georgia had the audacity to win its second straight national championship and have people on the field telling you that no one, no one said we could do this. Kansas City, Kansas, like, right? The Kansas Chiefs, City, Travis Kelsey. No one believed in us. We're like, wow. It's like, yeah, you had a couple of people that didn't pick you, but most educated folks were taking the Chiefs to win the West. I, I do like this a lot, though. One more quick one. Pastor Andy from BA, Taylor Swift and Prime, same thing. It's what's wrong with the sports world right now. <laughs> Bro, I can find a lot of things much more wrong than that, but we're not too far off. All right, we got a break. When we come back, final thoughts. Brought to you by Primrose Funeral Services right here on The Ref. Did you see the latest thing that Deion Sanders has done that no one in college football has ever done before, Josh? Uh-oh, what is it? Apparently questioning the commitment of one of his players, his five-star. Oh, yeah. So, Not watching enough film. He can track that stuff. I mean, which apparently is, uh, I found out you, you can't really determine playing time based on that. Do you know what I do? You know what I've come to realize here as we welcome you into our final thoughts, final segment brought to you by Primrose Funeral Service in Norman. 80 years of service. Their sincere commitment is to make things a little easy for you and your family. Primrose Funeral Service, 405-321-6000. Or you can check them out online at primrosefuneralservice.com. I think a lot of people are are really magnifying how little college football they've either a watched or paid attention to. There is at least multiple press conferences a day where a coach talks about someone needing to be more committed in the film room or needing to do a better job of taking care of their business. But apparently, Josh, not like this. This is the most unbelievable thing we've ever seen and how Dion is handling it. But I want to leave you all 
with what everyone came here for today, Josh Helmer. Yes. More Taylor Swift talk. Now, did you happen to really, really embrace the numbers that I brought up? I mean, think about this. Since Taylor Swift showed up at the Bears game, Travis Kelsey jersey sell. The Bears game? Is that what I said? Did I say that? Did I really say that? It was a Bears game, but. I'm sorry. I just was rolling on of my script here. (laughs) Since Taylor Swift showed up to the Chiefs-Bears game, there was a 400% spike in Travis Kelsey jersey sales. His podcast ranks number one on Apple. I haven't checked this morning. They dropped a new episode. Let's see. It's got to be the most listened to episode. In in I mean it's it's the number one podcast, but somehow the daily is still number one. I'm sure that's gonna change here rather quickly as far as most listened to episodes. Oh yeah, it's gonna be huge. But the overall podcast ranks number one. The Swifties have gotta go back and see what's going on here. See what terrible things he may have said about other people. And judge Travis Kelsey for it. <laughs> that's exactly right. Is this one of those where he's gotta scrub his Twitter feed too? It's like Oh, he better. Three hundred and eighty thousand more Instagram followers. Sixty-three percent jump in female viewership of the Bears Chiefs game. Females ages eighteen to forty-nine. Pretty incredible, man. Steelman is waiting in the wings, chomping at the bit. He's next for Josh Unplank. We'll see you tomorrow from Cavens Group on the ref.